Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So, if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So, my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So, that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. Yo, what is going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is Script Writer Steve. You reached my podcast, Barbecue's Movies. Today is March 30th, 2022. It's currently 2.32 a.m. in Hawaii here. I'm sure many of you are just waking up, getting ready to go to work. After I do my podcast, I am going to bed. That's all I have to say. So, what am I doing up late? Just got through watching a movie about Kurt Warner. Very inspiring, very good. Uh, it's almost a tearjerker. Uh, wow, Kurt Warner, he had a tough life. He really, really did. And uh, But it was a really good movie. If you have the chance, if you have the opportunity, rent that movie, watch that movie. It's a really good one. By the way, if you don't know, I love football. I just want to put it out there. And my team is the Eagles. And uh, I... I'm kind of without a team because I'm more of a Nick Foles fan than, than I am an Eagles fan right now. And, you know, it's kind of hard to forgive my team for cutting our Super Bowl MVP. I just don't get it. You win a Super Bowl and then you get, just get let go. And the guy who you're supposed to be entrusting their franchise to, Carson Wentz, uh, he ends up sucking. And then you turn it over to Jalen Hurts, who, you know, can't read a defense if it saved his life. And so now we're stuck with a crappy coach. Oh, yeah, you fire your head coach that got you to the Super Bowl. You fire him. You get rid of your Super Bowl MVP, and you wonder, I wonder why we suck. I just don't get it. What did we do wrong? All right. (laughs) Oh, my sorry football team life. And uh, every year, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. You know, I've been a... I've been a really good Philadelphia Eagle fan all my life, ever since the Randall Cunningham days. And, uh, you know, I may find myself without a team. I want my, I want Nick Foles to get a job. Why am I talking about this right now? You know, that's not what I really wanted to talk about. What did I want to talk about today? I wanted to talk about this stupid, you know, this, this stupid new trend. Um, other than the Chris Rock and Will Smith thing, I want to, look, I'm, I'm just going to get past that. I want to talk about that Florida um, don't say gay bill, you know, and that's what the media has labeled it, but that's, it has nothing to do with not saying gay. And, but apparently all the liberals and all those, <coughs> I guess, trending social media activists out there, I guess, what do you want to call them these days? Keyboard warriors or just idiots? Why don't we just call them idiots, right? Um, all of these idiots out there are just hopping on the bandwagon and, uh, pretending this is the, the new, I guess, human rights crisis of the 21st century, right? I mean, it's all about, we're back in, we're back in the 1990s where, you know, people can't get married and, you know, we, we can't, we're just scared of gays. We're scared of getting AIDS. We're just, you know, scared. We're, we have some type of renewed homophobia, which apparently we don't have none at all. You know, a, the conservative movement involves a lot of gay people. You know, I have a lot of gay friends. I work in the movie, not movie industry. I work in the wedding industry. Used to work in the movie industry. I work in the, what are just the entertainment industry, right? And, uh, you know, 
A lot of gay people around. A lot of gay hairstylists, a lot of gay photographers, a lot of gay wedding planners. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn about people's sexuality. I don't even give a damn how people actually identify themselves. You can identify yourself as a moving car. I don't really care. But what I do care about is when you tell me what I have to think, what I have to decide what is what, right? So, of course, I can agree with your choice to be gay or to identify as a woman if you're a man or a man or if you're a woman or to be non-binary or be a two-spirit person. I really don't care. But for you to have me say, I have to accept you, your theories, and then on top of that, your theories of normalness and then have your theories of normalness then taught to little children or taught to redefine science, then we have a problem. For example, I do not believe that men can give birth or women have a penis or men can menstruate, all right? I believe that if you inject testosterone into a little girl, it's wrong. Don't try to convince me it's not. I don't think that men should be taking estrogen because it's cancerous. It's cancer-causing, and that's why they have to take prednisone, right? And I don't believe that transgenders, you know, should serve in the military because if they get deployed, and now all of a sudden we have to ship testosterone or estrogen with them, and we have to, testosterone and estrogen needs to be refrigerated, by the way, and also does prednisone, and we have to create these special living conditions in a war area so they can inject themselves every single day. You can't do that in war. I'm sorry. You, you know, that's not how you do it. And I don't believe that, you know, women should be flying airplanes like fighter jets while they're pregnant. So we should not be creating pregnant G-suits so pregnant women can fly fighter jets. I mean, there's a certain things where we just have to exercise some common sense. Again, you, you can think all you want to think, but we, at, at the end of the day, you know, I am just a common sense person. It's not based upon hate. I don't hate anyone. You know, I'm sorry. I only hate the people who don't pay their bills. I have one customer who has yet to pay her bill. She only owes me 90 bucks, but that person I'm starting to really, really hate, right? But other people, no, I don't hate anyone. You know, I really don't care. But I do, some things that do anger me is when the media, they have to twist the truth. Or liberals, they have to twist the truth. They have to exaggerate things in order to pass or in order to make their narrative likable. Because, you know, in order to, what they want to do is they want to take their narrative to the extreme to generate to make you come on their side and make you hate the other side. And what and once you're there, once your anger is fueled and becomes part of the meaning of your life, the meaning of your existence, the meaning of why you wake up in bed or the meaning of your you know what has defined your agenda for the next couple years of your life or even the next couple weeks. You know, that's what really upsets me sometimes. I'm not on board with that type of things, and that's what the media wants to do. So what does Florida bill that came out. It's just, it's completely insane to me. It's it's really, really complete, completely insane. I don't agree with any of it whatsoever. You know, I want to like, um, you know, talk about it right now. And, uh, you know, there's an article that I just read on um, finelaw.com. 
And it just really, really upsets me, the, the tone that it's written in, okay? So this is on a law website, all right? So this, it starts off like this. I'm going to read it for you. A conservative movement to restrict objectional curriculum and educational materials began about a year ago when groups began targeting critical race theory. Okay, what's wrong with that? Critical race theory is actually racist, right? Then they expanded their aim to objectional books and school libraries. In both areas, it was the Republican lawmakers that joined into this crusade by passing laws giving greater parents greater power over what goes on in local schools. So the way it's phrased right here, this you know lawyer is writing as though it's bad for you know parents to have control of what goes on in their local schools. Like, oh my God, you know, we're actually giving parents to say what how their their kids are going to be you know educated, right? Now he continues. Now. These parental activists have a new target, classroom discussion about sexual orientation. And with the Florida Senate's recent passage of the Don't Say Gay Bill, that would restrict these discussions, which are essential in state public schools. And the combat is certain to intensify elsewhere. Hmm. Now, this is written by a lawyer who apparently didn't even read the bill. Nowhere in the bill, I've read the bill, I'm going to read the bill to you in just a little bit, right? Nowhere in the bill does it, re- does it say, you can't say gay. Nowhere does it say that. None, okay? So, I'm going to like skip over like the rest of his like, you know, you know, spiel on top of here because it's just not worth it. All of it is one-sided liberal nonsense. Um, I'm not sure if this guy who wrote it is gay. He sounds pretty gay. Uh, just by the way, he's just writing about how things are just, you know, completely pro-gay, pro-gay this, and you know how kindergarten teachers should, like, you know, say whatever they want to say. And I don't think kindergarten teachers should be discussing their sexual orientation with, with their kids. I don't think they should be, you know, discussing their private parts with their kids. What do you think, right? That's kind of gross. All right. So what does this bill say? All right. First of all, it requires district school boards to adopt procedures with certain provisions of law for notifying students of, uh, I'm sorry, notifying students' parent of specific information. Okay, you know what's really weird? The grammar on here is wrong. It's saying notifying students, apostrophe yes, parent of specified information. It should be parents. If Okay, anyway. I think it's written wrong because we're, we're getting a little bit too woke here. But anyway, so I'm going to read this over again. Requires district school boards to adopt procedures with certain provisions of law for notifying students, parent, of specified information. Okay, that's kind of hard to understand what they're saying. I think they're saying here, this is law speak here. It's woke law speak. But they're saying that, hey, you know what? You know, if certain things happen you know, to the kid, the parent needs to be notified, right? <laughs> okay, next one. Requires such procedures to reinforce fundamental rights of parents to make decisions regarding the upbringing and control of their children. So it's, again, this part of the law bill is pretty good, right? I mean, you know, we just want the parents to be more involved with their kids and not the teachers. That's, that's what it says. Why can't they write this in simple layman terms, right? Prohibit school district from adopting procedures or student support forms that prohibit school district personnel from notifying parents about specified information or that encourage students to withhold from parents such information. 
Again, I'm not reading it wrong. It says student, non-plural, and then parent is also non-plural. That's kind of weird. I would have made it both of those plural. Um, this woke legality speech is just driving me nuts. Well, what they're saying here is that the schools, if they want to do anything to the, you know, the kids, you know, the parents have to be notified before they do any such thing. Um, prohibit school district personnel from discouraging or prohibiting parental notification and involvement in critical decisions affecting the student's mental, emotional, or physical well-being. So again, it's another thing where you know parents need to be more hands-on with their kids, and the parent and the kids. Anything happens over there in the school, you know, re- requiring anything, right? basically anything, right? The physical well-being, mental mental illness, or anything. The parents need to be immediately notified and in the loop. So you know what happened um, over in Florida. You know, I think I told this story before, but I'll tell it to you one more time. Well, what happened was that a father found out that his daughter had had tried to commit suicide in school. And, uh, you know, she had previously tried to commit suicide in school, and this was the second incident. So the father shows up here, and, and then he wonders, he asks his daughter, why are you trying to commit suicide? And she says, well, you know, you know I'm, not, I, I'm not comfortable here because they're trying to transition me into a, man, into a boy. And I don't want that. So what happened was that the teachers and the principal and their school counselor has decided that this girl, who was a tomboy, was more likely a boy than a girl. And they had decided to transition her, even though she didn't want to be transitioned. And they gave this young girl um, a boy's name and then forced everyone to call her by the boy's name. She was getting mocked for it. And then that you know, brought on you know, depression and everything, all that. And that was the reason why she tried to commit suicide. You know, and the parents were not even notified of what the counselors, the teachers, and, and you know, and, and uh, the principal was doing. Or just, so the, the principal, um, counselor, and, and, uh, and everyone else there in, in the school board, they decided to transition this little girl without telling the parents. And... Do you think that's right? Now, that's why that bill is, uh, that part in the bill is put in there. I don't think that's right. The parents should have a right to know, right? You know, how dare they do that? How dare they do that? You know, what gives these, I, I mean, what gives these people, you know, the right to, you know, even in their mind, like, what, what are they thinking? I, I, I just can't, I can't stand that. I mean, it, that triggers me. Okay. All right. Next line. It prohibits classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in certain grade levels, primarily K through 3. So that's what, um, the I guess, the liberals are interpreting as, as though you're saying, well, you can't say gay. This is K through 3, kindergarten through third grade. We shouldn't be even discussing sexual anything when it comes to, you know, kindergarten through third grade, they should be learning English. They should be learning how to sign their name. They should be learning how to do simple math, real simple things and how to pronounce words correctly, you know, keep them literate. We should not be talking about their sexual adventures or, 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 or different things or even about sex. You know, they should not be learning about sex, anything. This is kindergarten, first, second, third. They have no idea. They should, we should not be sexualizing our kids. You know, and, and if you start teaching them, trying to mold them at this level, and that's what they're trying to do. You know, all of these transgender, uh, I guess, people out there, not, not all of them, the transgender community of who want to re-educate the kids at this level, what they want to do is reform them 
into what they think new society should be. Because the current society does not accept them for who they are. So they want to re-educate these young kids. So when they grow older, right, they become LGBTQIA people. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's not LGBTQ anymore. They added IA to it now. LGBTQIA. I have no idea what I or A stands for anymore. So somehow this has become dubbed as the don't say gay bill, even though it has nothing to do about not saying gay. The word gay is not even in here, right? Do you get it? I don't get it. Do you want your kids? I don't even want my, I don't want kids to learn about sex in kindergarten to, you know, third grade. I don't think they should learn about sex until seventh or eighth grade. And, uh, you know, the way they teach sex in schools these days, you know, is not about science anymore. I mean, even if we just talk about sexuality, sexuality is not science, right? You know, if, if a person is gay, that's not sexual you know, sexual part of science. That is more about a preference. It's like teaching a person, you know, what type of color do you like better than the others? No, we should teach the co- the different color spectrums, how colors are made. Not to, not to teach everyone, oh, blue is better than red and green is better than yellow because, you know, I said, or my preference is this. We should not have curriculum on that. We don't teach preference in schools, okay? Preference can be learned outside there in the real world. Because that's where you learn a lot more things. And we all know, as adults, that, you know, the school school should be where you learn your basic things about life. And then you go outside there and you learn about everything else. You know, in school, you will learn sex ed, right? But then outside there, when people start experiencing all their, their sexual lifestyles, they'll learn so much more about sex, so much more about different sexual preferences and even sexual positions and sexual sexual this and sexual that, right? But you don't shouldn't teach all about sexual positions in school, right? So it's just one of those things. Why are they taking it to this level? Why are they trying to sexualize school? You shouldn't. You know, and you know, the whole educational system just needs to be revamped. You know, the kids coming out of school these days, if you notice, they're a lot more stupid than they ever were. They have many of them. Many of them have no idea how to write a complete sentence, how to use a comma, how to, how to even, you know, when to create a paragraph. It's really, really, really sad. You know, a lot of them don't even know how to communicate properly, you know, using, using sentences, commas, quotations. You know, it's just, it's horrible. It's horrible. I mean, before, I thought it was pretty bad when, um, when, uh, when the kids started to text a lot, right? And, uh, you know, I, I was still one of, I'm still one of, I'm 45 years old. I still, you know, like, I like to call people on the phone, right? And sometimes when I text, well, I do text, but when I do text, it's always in complete sentences. And people from my age, you know, we always, you know, we're from the beeper age. We all carried, carried around beepers. We knew the shorthand things, like, you know, what, what certain codes meant. But, you know, at the same time, when we got into the, 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 the texting age, a lot of us just, you know, we still text in like proper, you know, complete sentences you know, out there. We don't use shortcut, short handles or anything like that, right? Sometimes we will, sometimes we, but most of the time we don't. Um, uh, but now the new generation with social media, you know, they, they start talking in hashtags. And uh, I remember going to this theater. I go to this theater and there was a, um, I guess something really funny happened on, you know, on screen. I forgot what the joke was. And this guy next to me starts cracking up laughing. He starts laughing his ass off. And then what he does, he like slaps his leg like that 
And then he goes, LOL, 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 LOL. Like, (laughs) laughing out loud. You are not, just laugh out loud. You don't have to say LOL. Oh my God. I mean, that right there, I just wanted to, I wanted to almost pull a Will Smith. I just wanted to go over to that guy and just say, slap him and just say, just laugh. Just freaking laugh, you know, don't, don't LOL and slap your, slap your thigh, okay? Oh, God. And that was, how long ago was that? That was maybe about 15, 17 years ago. All right, so back on to this, don't say gay bill. Let's quote unquote that, right? Okay. By the way, the official name of the bill is the Parental Rights and Education Bill, because that's what it's all about. It's giving rights to the parents, you know, back away from the teachers. And apparently, you know, this lawyer who's writing on this findlaw.com website, he has a major problem with that. He has a huge problem with that. Okay. So, next one. It requires school districts to notify parents of healthcare services. Why is that? Well, in certain states, you know, liberals are trying to push this, um, this law where, you know, Kids who identify as transgender can go to a nurse practitioner and request hormones, therapy treatment, you know, to turn them into like, you know, a different sex or whatever like that, to transition or to even block puberty without their parental consent. Okay. Now, of course, I know it's my body, you know, my life and all those, those different types of things. But hey, when you're a kid, I'm sorry, your body belongs to your parents. All right. I'm, I'm just saying that. You're about, you're, you are the property of your parents. When you're 18, you move out. Yeah, okay. Your parents can, what do you call it? You can do whatever you want to your body. But until then, your parents pay your bills. They pay for your car. They pay for your gas. They pay for everything like that. They have control of you. So you got to report to them. I'm sorry. That's just, you, you, do, you don't have the right to make adult decisions. Now, now, I have some problems with some of this stuff here. Major, one, major number one thing is that, now, back in high school, I wasn't the most athletic person. Not at all. Not even close. Not even close, right? And, uh, but I was still pretty good. But I could have been better. And there's a thing called steroids out there. Testosterone out there, right? And I would have loved to have my, you know, take, get my hand on some of that to make me a much better athlete. But what was standing in the way? Well, I'd probably have to get some from my, get permission from my parents. Get, you know, and on top of that, it's not that healthy for you. And if I were, if I were to get that, it would be considered, well, it would be considered cheating, right, in a way. Because, you know, we don't want to be like a Lance Armstrong type of thing. And uh, and I understood that, right? But I also did know that if you take steroids or testosterone out there, you know, uh, it would give me an advantage over others, okay? But I never did it. I understood it. And it was frowned upon if you did take it, right? Because that was called cheating. But why is it right now that you can, if, for example, if I was a woman, like, now, now let's fast forward to the present, if I'm a girl, if I'm a girl and I want to say, young girl, 13, 14 years old, and I want to transition into a male, well, I can get my hand on testosterone and all these other type of drugs and all there to transition me and to make me build muscle that I would not be able to build muscle from before. I could get my hands on some steroids from some human growth hormones, some testosterone that would, that, you know, I couldn't get on my hands on before. Why is that? And I, oh, and I don't even have to, in certain states, certain counties out there, I don't even have to get my parents' permission to get those. Same drugs, same exact drugs. 
Do you think that's right? I don't think it's right. <laughs> I don't think it's right. Oh, man. All right, last one. Okay, so it provides, the last one here is, it provides an additional award for injunctive relief, damages, and reasonable attorney fees and court costs to certain parents. So if the parents want to sue these teachers for doing anything, well, the government is going to cover their court costs. So that's good news. The reason why um, a lot of educators, a lot of liberal educators are against this bill is because it gives parents the rights back to their uh, their kids' rights back to their parents. You know, when I went, I went to a, I went to a photography meeting earlier uh, today, and uh, I met a guy there. You know, really cool guy, and he was telling me he's just retiring from the military, or just I think he just retired. He, yeah, he just retired. So he retired from the military, and he was telling me the military. Um, when his son turned sixteen years old, all of a sudden he had to get permission from his son to get his medical records. Now, the son, of course, said, I don't care. I don't care what my father knows about me. But he, he, he told me he had to get permission from his son, sign a waiver so his own father could get access to his medical records. That's his own son, his own flesh and blood. Now, you go out there to the regular world, Oh, no problem. You're the parent. You're the guardian. You have access to his medical records. You would know if, you know, if you have a blood test or anything and this, and your son is testing for, you know, extra testosterone because he's like juicing up, you know, or, or they call it, what did they, what did they call it? Gearing it. They call it gearing up before they call it gearing up. That's when you like, you know, when you geared up is when you took testosterone or, you know, did they call it T when you, or to, or like, you know, HGH or anything like that, you know, did they call it gearing up? So, um, he would know. And uh, if you have any other type of, you know, substance in his uh, blood, like, you know, marijuana or anything, the parents will know. And I think that's a good thing to know because you want to know if your kid is using drugs or anything like that, right? Or doing anything. It, or or have or if they have any type of ailments out there, or maybe they're diabetic or something. It's their right. You're the parent. You're the hundred percent parent. Huh. I, I couldn't under, I couldn't believe that our own military had these type of woke um, provisions uh, installed into there. What are we coming to right now? Huh. Now, apparently, this. Um, Parental Rights and Education Bill has passed. DeSantis has signed it into law, and it's a great thing. So I do know right now um, a bill in Kansas is very similar, is deemed to pass over in Tennessee. They're also going to be passing something in Indiana. They're also passing something here. And it is not, it is not anything anti-gay, you know, anti-transgender, anti-bisexual, or anything like that. It is just saying that why don't we just teach science- you know, if we're going to teach sex in schools, let's let's just teach the science part, right? You know, the preference part, the kids can learn out there. They're going to experiment. They're going to be naturally, you know, attracted. To, if they're gay, they'll be naturally attracted to the same sex, right? You know, if they want to transition later on, it's going to happen naturally, right? Because transgenders, you know, some people do feel they're trapped in another body or they're looking for, you know, always a search for a meaning of life or they're anything like that. And maybe, you know, they always felt uncomfortable in their skin and changing sex is something that, you know, makes them more comfortable and fine. Just fine. It's just fine if they think that way. And if they turn into a two-spirit tranny or whatever, whatever they want to call it, you know, gender fluid person or that's fine. 
It's 100% fine, but don't, they don't have to teach it in schools. What we need to be worried about is, you know, teaching our kids to be literate, teaching them simple math, simple accounting skills, teaching them simple investment skills, and, you know, teaching them, you know, that a trade or something like that, a skill. So when they come out of high school, if they don't want to go to college, well, maybe they can, you know, rent a car. You know, maybe they, you know, you know one thing that which, which is missing in school is inspiration. You know, when I went to school, when I went, I went to a private school, one thing which, you know, I didn't feel I had in school was inspiration. I didn't have this inspiration to do something else. I always felt that I went there, all right, we got to go from one, one class to the next, you know, and everything like that. It's all about getting, you know, the goal was to get straight A's, which I never got. And I just wish they taught more about inspiration. And one thing I did like to do back in high school, by the way, is write. And, but that was, I found that on myself. I found that really by myself. One of my favorite teachers of all time, uh, Mr. Sanders, uh, he still lives in Hawaii and really great guy. He's a preacher over there. My favorite teacher of all time, when I write scripts, I name characters after this guy. Uh, but, you know, and he, and he taught me the basics of writing. I can write a lot better than him, but, you know, even even as great of a teacher as he was, he never inspired me to become like a screenwriter or like, you know, someone else out there like that. Like it just wasn't available like that. I learned about screenwriting on my own. And uh, that's where I think a lot of schools are missing it. I mean, just imagine if you went to school, you know, you, your kids went to school right now and they got to meet, you know, people who are actual professionals in the real world, like, you know, people who are welders, um, you know, prop designers for movies, like movie guy Keone, like, you know, screenwriters, actors, singers, right? And not just from the creative world, maybe the jet pilots and your, or weather people or, or, you know, paleontologists and all these other, and you always get to meet with these. And you, on top of that meeting with them, you actually get to have an internship and that counts as credit, right? That'll be so great. And then you finish school and you have, and you're, and you're saying, wow, I know how to be a paleontologist. I know a little bit. I know how to kind of rent a car. I know how to, you know, cook some good brisket on the side. And you're just like 18 years old. You have all of these skills. And man, like you have success written all over you. You could be anything because now if you didn't need to go to college, you could just step out there in the real world and be like, you have a skill that people want to pay for. Right? I mean, imagine if you knew how to lay tile. You're, you're a dude, right? You're, or maybe some women out there, but you knew how to lay tile in a straight line, knew how to, knew how to grout it before you graduated high school. And you come out there, man, I am going to lay tile. I can make some really cool designs. And you're just awesome. You know, <laughs> why do you need college for? Well, you need to go to college to go get a, a degree in gender studies or a degree like, you know, how to, how to be more woke, right? What does college teach you? Really, what does college teach you? All right, people, that's it for now. It's 3.02 a.m. in the morning. It's time for me to go to bed. Maybe take a shower. I haven't taken a shower yet. Yeah, I think I should take a shower and go to bed. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, by the way, for all the people who have been inquiring with my company, thank you, thank you, thank you. Really appreciate it. Oh, by the way, to that one person who wrote me that hate mail regarding um, Hawaiian traditions, I wrote an article a while ago about um, true Hawaiian traditions. I'm going to do a podcast about that, but um, that person wrote some hate mails about me, and uh, they said I should be uh, deported from Hawaii <laughs> because I didn't understand the true history of Hawaii. Uh, I do. I really do. That's what I'll be for another day. 
a podcast about that. But thank you for your hate mail. Really appreciate it. I'll talk to you all later. All right, everyone. That's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQ T.O. Movies. Yeah, the T.O. is not the number two, by the way. It is T.O., like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around.